Hallelujah. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Greetings, people loved by God. Welcome to worship on this, the fourth Sunday of Easter. This fourth Sunday of Easter uh, is always a special weekend because this is the day that we focus on Jesus is our Good Shepherd. Every year, this fourth Sunday of Easter, that is the theme, and oftentimes we even call it Good Shepherd Sunday. So welcome to worship on Good Shepherd Sunday. For our friends who are worshiping online or on the radio, just a reminder that you can go to our website, which is chapelofthecross.org, and there you can click on the resources tab and you can find the, um, the uh, bulletin for this week so you can follow along. There's also options for giving your offering and your tithes to the Lord under the Give tab. Just a few announcements to share with you before we start worship this morning. Uh, we are pleased to announce that this past Wednesday at the Vicarage Placement Service at Concordia Seminary, Chapel of the Cross received a vicar for this upcoming year. His name is Brett Arismith and his wife is Kelly. Uh, Kelly is an emergency room nurse at Mercy Hospital South, and Brett and Kelly have two daughters, Madison, who's in fourth grade, and Riley, who is in second grade. Uh, Brett will start serving his vicarage around mid-July or so, and we look forward to having the Aerosmith family with us for the next year as Brett learns and serves here at Chapel of the Cross. Our carpeting and painting project in the lower level is now complete. All Bible classes have returned to their regular places starting this weekend. Uh, we thank you very much for your patience uh, and for uh, allowing us to move you around for, for the last number of weeks. As, uh, as that important renovation uh, was completed. Uh, we do also thank our generous donors who made those improvements possible. The funds for the painting project were given by Barb Gibson in loving memory of her parents, Walter Roschke and Martha Roschke Lubert. Uh, part of the funds for the carpeting project was given by Virgil Hoffman. So we thank these and others who have helped to make uh, the needed improvements in our lower level. Day three seeds will be at Chapel of the Cross with plants on Mother's Day, May 14th. That's kind of weather permitting because this is outside. Hanging baskets and, and geraniums and other garden plants are going to be available for purchase. The sale proceeds uh, will fund day three seeds ministry at home and abroad. So put that on, on, your, on your calendar. Make sure you pick up some plants on Mother's Day weekend here at Chapel. And the Walking Together in the Word devotions are, are for, for the month of May are available. They're printed, and they're out at the Welcome Center. It's kind of a salmon-colored cover this month, so uh, go ahead and pick that up before you go home to help you with your devotions this upcoming month. Our elder for this weekend is Jonathan Bellman. John is standing in the back in the middle there. He's going to greet you at the back door as you leave today. Get to know Jonathan as one of your elders here at Chap Chapel of the Cross. God's blessings to you as we worship together. We stand up and we share the peace of our Lord with each other, after which we will sing our entrance hymn.
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Alleluia. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. The Lord is our good shepherd. He leads us and restores our souls. He walks beside us through the darkness and never abandons us, even in death. He goes before us and prepares a table for us, and we will dwell in his house forever. Though our Lord goes before us, beside us, and behind us, we still find a way to run away from his good pasture. We so often wander from him and devote ourselves to all sorts of destruction. Still, our good shepherd seeks us out, brings us back to safety, he invites us to confess our sin before his heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, we have often strayed from you. We have wounded you with our sin. We have wounded others with our sin. We have wounded ourselves with our sin. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us back to your good pasture. On account of Jesus, our good shepherd, amen. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us, and for his sake, God forgives us all our sin. To those who believe in Jesus Christ, he gives the power to become the children of God and bestows on them the Holy Spirit. May the Lord who has begun this good work in us bring it to completion in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Thanks be to God. with you. And also with you. Let us pray. O oh God, your Son is the shepherd of your people. Grant that when we hear his call, we will know his voice and follow where he leads, who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns, one God, now and forever. Amen. You may be seated. Good morning. The first reading is from the second chapter of Acts. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe and many wonders and miraculous signs were done by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common, selling their possessions and goods. They gave to anyone as he had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. 
They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. This is the word of the Lord. Our psalm of the day is the 23rd psalm, and we speak that in unison. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest the table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The epistle reading comes from the second chapter of 1 Peter. For it is commendable if a man bears up under the pain of unjust suffering because he is conscious of God. But how is it to your credit if you receive a beating for doing wrong and endure it? But if you suffer for doing good and you endure it, this is commendable before God. To this you were called because Christ suffered for you, leaving you an example that you should follow in his steps. He committed no sin and no deceit was found in his mouth. When they hurled their insults at him, he did not retaliate. When he suffered, he made no threats. Instead, he entrusted himself to him who judges justly. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness. By his wounds, you have been healed. For you are like sheep going astray, but now you have returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. This is the word of the Lord.
We stand for the Alleluia in verse. According to St. John, the 10th chapter, glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said, I tell you the truth, the man who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate, but climbs in by some other way, is a thief and a robber. The man who enters by the gate is a shepherd of his sheep. The watchman opens the gate for him, and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought all out, out all his own, he goes on ahead of them, and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. But they will never follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognize a stranger's voice. Jesus used this figure of speech, but they did not understand what he was telling them. Therefore, Jesus said again, I tell you the truth, I am the gate for the sheep. All who ever came before me were thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. He will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated as we sing our hymn together.
Hallelujah. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, smack dab in the middle of this Easter season every year, we come to what I referred to before as, as Good Shepherd Sunday. And I think it's pretty obvious why we call it that. I mean, that theme, the Good Shepherd, that is a, a beautiful picture that we find in Scripture. And we've been hearing about it, we've been singing about it, really all morning long. That picture is, is painted for us every year on this Good Shepherd Sunday. We read that 23rd Psalm together, and that picture is so beautifully painted for us by King David. We, we sing hymns like, The King of Love My Shepherd Is, that we just sang, and The Lord's My Shepherd I'll Not Want, that we'll sing during communion, and Shepherd Me, O God, and boy, the picture is there, so beautifully painted for us. But for, for all the gorgeous hymnody and the anthems we have surrounding this Good Shepherd theme, when, when I think about John chapter 10, when I think about Good Shepherd Sunday, very often I think about a song that I learned as a kid in youth group. Maybe you recognize the song. It goes like this. I just want to be a sheep. Ba, 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 ba. And when you do the ba's, you have to do the ears, actually. I just want to be a sheep. Ba, 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 ba. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. I just want to be a sheep. Thank you. Yes. I didn't see any, do, any of you doing ears, though, but that's all right. <laughs> well, then that song, that's just the refrain. That song goes on, and he talks about the things that we don't want to do as the sheep. It says, I, I don't want to be a hypocrite, because they're not hip with it. I don't want to be a Pharisee, because they're not fair, you see. I don't want to be a sad, you see, because they're so sad, you see. I just want to be a sheep. Ba, 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 ba. I know it's silly, and I know it's simplistic, but I think you can kind of find some beautifulness in that camp song. Yeah? I, I just want to be a sheep. That expresses this childlike faith, trusting in the Lord and his promise to be our good shepherd. Yet for a lot of us today, I would say that that comparison between us and sheep that is not a compliment. And sheep might be just lovable creatures, but they, they seem to have, they, they, they lack this independent spirit. You know, they, they mooch along relentlessly seeking grass. They are really defenseless against any of their enemies, against coyotes or, or, or wolves. They, they easily lose their way. It's precisely because they are really so very dumb and defenseless that they absolutely need a shepherd. But perhaps the, the worst part of being called a sheep is not about their habits or about their helplessness or about their vulnerability. It's because they follow. You know, we live in this world that celebrates freedom, that celebrates individuality, sometimes to the detriment of everything else. I mean, individuality, that is all about me, myself, and I. But when we follow someone else, our life isn't about us about the one we follow and we copy and we emulate and we imitate that one that we follow it's what a sheep does but that's not viewed very highly by most in fact there's a word for someone who trustingly and and, and perhaps blindly follows somebody else you know what that word is sheeple you heard that word sheeple you can tell it's it's a combination of two words the word sheep and the word people and when you look it up, this is what the dictionary says. Sheeple, derogatory. People compared to sheep in being docile, foolish, or easily led. And yet that is exactly what our Savior calls his children, his disciples, his followers. We are his sheep. And to confess that, to confess that we are his sheep, that's to admit our limitations. That's to admit our need. That is to admit our weaknesses, the necessity for us to trust in him, to follow him as our good shepherd and to be led by him. So what do we know about this good shepherd? Well, throughout this passage in John 10, Jesus paints this picture 
so we get to, to see what the good shepherd is by seeing what the good shepherd is not. Jesus paints this picture of contrast, the contrast between the good shepherd and the thief. Listen to just the 10th verse of John chapter 10. Jesus said, The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy, but I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Jesus sets up these two opposites in this short little verse, two, two things that couldn't get any further away from one another. And there's a thief, and we all know who the thief is. The thief is Satan, the devil. And then there is Christ himself, the Savior, the good shepherd. And what does the devil do? Jesus says the devil does three things. He comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy. And what does Jesus do? Well, he says, I have come that you may have life and have it to the full. <laughs> he comes and he does the exact opposite of the devil. The devil comes to steal. Jesus comes so we may have. The devil comes to kill. Jesus comes to give life. The devil comes to destroy. Jesus comes to give life abundantly. The opposite of destruction, to give more than enough. You know, interestingly, the word devil literally means the deceiver, the one who lies, the one who cheats, the one who deceives. The devil is a deceiver. The devil tries to get us to trade away our faith, to trade away our Christian lives for sin. And, and he tempts us by saying, well, that, that sin will actually give you life. It's not true. But so often we have been foolish enough to buy the lie. We have been deceived time and time again. And we have allowed sin to enter our lives because we think that it's going to give us, give us some pleasure. We think it's going to take away some pain. But it's all a lie. It does, it's a deception. Because sin does not make life better. Well, sin might look good. Especially it looks good before you do it, or maybe even while you're doing it. But afterwards, when the guilt comes, and when the consequences come, we recognize the destruction and the killing that sin does to our lives and to our souls. And so we see how we've been deceived. Or maybe better said, how we've allowed ourselves to be deceived by the devil. Jesus wants us to be aware of this one who will deceive us. He calls him the thief, and he wants to steal from you. But he doesn't just want to steal your joy or steal your time. He wants to steal and destroy your soul. Elsewhere in Scripture, it says that the devil is like a prowling lion looking for someone to devour. Please understand that every second of every day, the devil is trying to attack your soul. He's trying to take you away from Christ and take you to be with him in hell. And, and some would say, oh, pastor, it's a little serious. Come on. That's not really like that. That's not true. That is true. And the devil would love above all else that you would ignore him to not look and see how he is working in our lives, how he's active, how he's active in what we watch on television or on, on the internet, about what we read, about the music we listen to, what movies we watch, the people that we are around, our attitudes that we have at home or at our work, at school. I mean, the devil's a deceiver, and he's looking to devour you and me. But there is some very, very good news because Jesus' message there in John 10 doesn't end there with the deceiver. He says the devil is a thief, and he, he only comes to kill and steal and to destroy. But he says, let me tell you about the one who has defeated the devil. Let me tell you about the good shepherd. Let me tell you about his mission. Jesus says, when you follow me, the good shepherd, when you follow me, I will give you something. Nothing is being stolen from you by Jesus. He, he's not deceiving us out of anything. He says, I have come so that you may have life. 
mean, you remember how Jesus said in John chapter 14 in the upper room, he says, I am the way and the truth and the life. In other words, I am the sole source of real life, life that is really independent of physical existence, life that is endless, life that is full of meaning, life that is totally satisfying, life that is joyful because it is a life lived in Christ. And that's the life that I give to you, Jesus says. The devil, he only comes to kill and to steal and to destroy. But I have come to give you life and not just the heart beating and, and air in your lungs, but I have come so you may have life eternal. I have come so you may have joy. I have come that you may have contentment in Christ. I have come so you may have life and have it to the full. Jesus wants us to know that we, when we are attached to him, when we believe in him, when we follow him as his sheep, we have his life. We have his joy. And, and not only do we have life, we have it to the full. We have it abundantly. We have it more than enough. Because Jesus, the good shepherd, has defeated the deceiver. You know, on, on that Friday before Easter Sunday, I, I will bet that Satan was just overcome with glee. You know, his, his demons were in hell were probably dancing and celebrating as they watched Jesus die on that cross on Good Friday. Because they knew they had deceived Pontius Pilate and they had deceived the Pharisees and the teachers of the law and even deceived Jesus' own disciples as they gave him up, as they betrayed him to death. And they thought, oh, we've won. We got the Son of God. We're killing him. It's over with. It's done. And they must have just been delighting in the death and the destruction of Jesus. <laughs> that is until the third day when Jesus rose from the grave and he defeated the deceiver because he not only rose, but he said, those who believe and are baptized, they will rise as well because he lives, we will live. Jesus has defeated the deceiver. He has traded away his death for our life. He has traded away his blood for our salvation. He has traded his punishment so we can go to heaven. And so when you follow Jesus, when you are his sheep, sheeple, <laughs> he will give you what he has promised to give you. He will give you what he came to give you. He came so you may have life and have it to the full. Amen. Now may the peace of God which surpasses all understanding keep our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Would you please stand with me as we confess together our common Christian faith in the words of the Nicene Creed that's printed for you on page 9 in your bulletin. Together we confess. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried. And the third day he rose again, according to the scriptures, and ascended into heaven, and sits at the right hand of the Father. And he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead, whose kingdom will have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. You may be seated as we gather our offering to the Lord.
We stand for prayer. Let us pray for the whole people of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. Good Shepherd of the sheep, you have delivered us from our sin and from the power of, the de of death and made us your people forever. Give to us your spirit that we may know the fullness of your goodness now until we know your joy forever in heaven. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord God, deliver us from all our enemies. Keep us safe amid the dangers and terrors of this mortal life and bring us to everlasting life through Christ, our good shepherd. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, give wisdom to those who lead us in this land, peace to the nations, courage to pursue justice for all people, and the protection for those who protect and defend us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for all those seminary students who received their calls and who have been assigned vicarages. We especially thank you for Vicar Aerosmith, who will serve here at Chapel of the Cross this upcoming year. By your Holy Spirit, grant them grace in their assignments and readiness, steadfastness, patience, understanding, a cheerful spirit, and great zeal in their service. Support and strengthen them that by your word, your church may be built and increased. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, our good shepherd, the shadow of death forever follows us. Make your presence known to those who grieve the loss of loved ones especially Rick Christian and his family upon the death of his mother, Shirley. You promise, Lord, that as we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you will be there beside us to comfort us. Give your comforting presence today to the Christian family. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Good shepherd of the sheep, give to the sick and those who suffer in mind or in body healing, comfort, strength, and patience according to your will. We especially pray this day for Marty Albers as he is hospitalized, Myra Trells as she has medical tests this week, Julie Seibert as she recovers from surgery, and Sharon Beck, sister of Mike Smythe, as she was diagnosed with cancer. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, our good shepherd, receive the praise of those who celebrate special gifts of your grace, especially Jack and Sue Plack as they celebrate their 56th wedding anniversary. Continue to lead, to guide, and to bless them. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend ourselves and all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy, through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give him thanks and praise. It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. For he is the good shepherd who leads us to the green pastures and still waters of your word and your sacraments. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and singing. Remember us in your kingdom and teach us ever to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, in the night when he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples. And he said, take eat. This is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. In the same way also, he took the cup after supper. 
And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of your sins. This do as often as you drink of it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always.
We stand. Now may this eating and drinking keep and preserve you in the true faith until life everlasting. Go in the Lord's peace and in his joy. Amen. Let's pray. We give thanks to you, Almighty God, that you have refreshed us through this salutary gift. And we implore you that of your mercy you would strengthen us through the same, in faith toward you and in fervent love toward one another. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you his peace. Amen. Amen. We remain standing as we sing our recessional hymn together, Christ the Lord is risen today. <laughs>